0: Welcome back to another episode of the caffeine and sensu beans podcast. I'm One Kick Man, joined by Chewin Chewin. How are you doing, man?
1: Uh I'm doing pretty good, dude. I'm uh got some got some food right now cooking for the week. So, you know, I'm trying to trying to, I'm I'm on this grind to lose a little bit more weight, you know, I'm trying okay. to or we're, we're trying to go somewhere for a little vacation. Oh, nice. And uh Trying to get this body right, you know what I'm saying? Or well, at <laughs> to a place where where I feel like, okay, I don't look like a slob out there. But I uh yeah, man, you know, just trying to get disciplined, just trying to get on my stuff. I'm uh finishing up the final final month of work. So I'm oh, that's I'm awesome. pretty excited, dude. I'm about to, you know, have a little bit of time. It was it, it is it has been a little hard though because uh my son is being we're gonna put him in daycare and it's kinda like a little school and mm-hmm. it's like it's exciting, like we took him today to go see the place, and uh-huh. like it's exciting to see him like be excited about being somewhere. Uh-huh. And then it's also really sad because it's like, oh man, I'm not gonna see you run the house anymore, dude. Right. Like, i'm saying this just and ah uh, man, and then I told myself, and this is this is the thing is like I don't want my son to go to school, and it's just. Right. Well, it's hard, man. It's hard. Yeah. There's no like I I know I have to create the alternative for school, but like it's just it's super hard to find an alternative that like you know lines up That's with your suffices. ideology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suffices and and doesn't do a lot of the harmful shit that school does. But other than that, internal struggle with my son in school, I am doing pretty good. I'm pretty uh, yeah I'm pretty yeah pretty good. How okay. about you?
0: i'm doing good and just on that note i think what's going to be exciting is going to see how he starts making friends like how he starts interacting like that's going to be really cool to see and then he's going to get super excited. So that's going to be, I mean. Well,
1: like that's literally the only cool part about school is the friends that you end up making.
0: It's yeah. Like, literally, the this friends you the made only along thing, the way.
1: Yeah, that's literally the only thing that you remember from school. I, yeah. You're not going to remember the essay you wrote, but you remember your boy that, you know, flipped your backpack inside out. That was. As me. you were notorious. <laughs> Isn't that's obviously doing? known for I that. I was. I, I
0: was. <laughs> and they knew me as the, as the backpack flipper. Um, yeah. Yeah. But how, I, yeah, how are you, man? Doing well, doing well. Um, you know, just adjusting to dad life. Uh just yeah, trying to trying to piece it together, right? Like, um it's funny, like we're good in many areas. Um and then there's just you you can't or at least for me, like you can't train for what Actually, is coming. Like we took care of everything we could, right? Like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we bought what we needed to buy. We set up accounts for our daughter that we need to set up. Like we made sure that both of us were in a good place, like so, to where it felt like a responsible decision. Like having a child, we weren't doing it out of anything else but our own desire to have one, and we felt Mm -hmm. like we could. But then it's like when the rubber meets the road and the baby's actually here like there's just like <laughs> you just can't prepare for the the sleepless <laughs> nights and you know the makeshift schedules like you know wrenches get thrown in the gears all the time and then you just have to be able to adapt but yeah kind of like we were talking offline um, i I'm just yeah trying to sort it out and then and make a schedule and try to stick to it in a way Right. Mm-hmm. but
1: yeah i mean it's uh it's, it's it's uh you know I, we have this idea that like you know having a baby is like really magical and it is but there are those times though you know for all the folks that are listening to us that are gonna be new parents or are thinking mm-hmm. about having a baby just like it's it's really beautiful mm-hmm. and it's really hard you know mm-hmm. like it's not like a romanticized version of like oh you know it's all kicks and giggles. It's like, no, you know, when they're crying and it's like that heightened anxiety kicks in yeah. like for them. And then for you, too, it's like, oh, shit, what am I supposed to do?
0: That's and, where I was last night. Dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. And, you know, it, it, it's it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to get in that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it's true. Like, it's just that you, you can't be the only thing that could prepare you is having already been a parent. Like being a new, being a first time parent, like there's just, I don't know, there, there's not much like it, even if you, I mean, maybe if you babysat, but uh, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's beautiful, but there's, it's, it's moments of, of stress for sure. Um, because you want to make sure you're doing everything right by your baby, like, you know, and, um, but you also want to somehow keep your sense of like uh in the like independence, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, sanity, exactly. Uh, and so juggling those two things, you know, is uh, it's it's almost not meant to happen, at least for the first few months. I don't know, but but I think you know. It's good. You 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 kind of start to figure it out, right? And and every day, I will say this: like, it does feel like it gets a l- little bit better. Maybe not every day, because there are days where it feels like we've regressed. But <laughs> but looking at it retrospectively, like looking back at it, I certainly think we've progressed up until now. You know, like yeah, whether yeah. it's on a it's weekly like, or daily. you can
1: only things. go up, right? You can yeah, only go exactly. Up. It's like you just kind of start at the base and. Kinda of eat shit in the beginning, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I I I, could, I got a couple of tricks up my sleeve, you know what I'm saying? And and I gotta just banking on those, and that is the, yeah, that that is essentially what you know makes it makes it happen. Man, by the second one, if you ever decide to have a second one, wow. you know it's it's a different you know it's, it's just a different ball game. But you know there's a lot of sacrifice, and mm-hmm. and with that sacrifice, uh, also comes sometimes the forgetting of oneself. And I think that, that mm-hmm. is always Something that I noticed about parents that I've interacted with, it's like they look really tired and they're like I sacrifice a lot of shit for my kid, and it's like, yes. And at the same time, are you taking care of yourself and exactly. are you doing the things that you need? And that's and that's always really hard. Cause you know, especially if you're like in a Latino family, like the ones we have, is like, you know, the whole thing is like, man, I came over here from over here, and you know, I sacrificed hella shit for you. And you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's a lot of sacrificing, but there's not a lot of modeling for taking care of yourself, you know
0: yep and you know the third thing is like um well to answer a question you kind of threw in there are we planning on having another one um yes <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when the when the nurse asked a stat after the third day that my daughter was born, uh-huh. I looked at her and was like what do you what are you doing bringing that up right now? Can you not see that I haven't slept in two days? Like, that's the last thing I want to hear right now. But uh, definitely, I mean, and the other thing is, like, the, the other night, my fiance was like, oh, you know, for the second one, uh, I feel like we're going to be much more prepared. And in my mind, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I've learned anything at all. But but that's just how I felt at the moment. Like, I have learned a lot, you know. Um, yeah but there's just no getting over the fact that uh, it has its moments of stress, but also it has its moments that, you know, it can't, they can't be replaced. Uh, They're, they are, like you said, magical and they're very special. Um, And you, I I wouldn't trade it. I'm sure you, you feel the same way, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, And then there's also another thing is like making sure you and your partner, if you are together that you, you make time for yourself. I mean, yeah. Right. Like, for sure. Um, that's it's a lot a challenge. harder with two
1: kids. I'll tell you that though. I'll tell you that yeah. with two kids is a lot harder. I'll that's what I was going
0: to ask. Like you going to um, on this vacation, are you, All right, it's just you and your wife or, or no, are the we're kids going? No, the kids. No, okay. we're taking the kids.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's possible, but I think it has to be really intentional. You know what I'm saying? Like we're very blessed that we have uh, grandparents of our children here and right. they can help us. And You know, I always tell my partner of like, dude, I can't imagine somebody having this like these babies by themselves, like, crazy, having any help. Like, it's 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 really it's really crazy to me that there are babies and you know, just out there like that. And and that's you know that's one of the sad parts about about babies. You know that not every baby gets the opportunity to have that. I mean, you know, some of them come out really dope, and some of them come out really, you know, unfortunate, you know, circumstances.
0: But. Yeah, no, you're spot on. Um, and I know we'll get into the Dragon Ball in like literally a little a few minutes. But
1: what's a great segue? You know, saying? It is,
0: go I, it, it is it um, is. So. But I have a, a coworker. She's awesome. I, you know, I think I think the world of her. She's great. Um, and she's helped me so much. She's helped me so much. She was my my boss. And uh, but when I met her, she's obviously a little bit older than I am. Uh, But when I first met her, she had a daughter. Now she has two daughters and she's from SoCal. Um, So she's she moved up. She moved up without, uh, you know, her parents, just herself and her husband. And at the time, I didn't like she would tell us, oh, you know, it's just more difficult not having our parents here. And I I could I would nod Yes, like, oh, my God, I can only imagine. But I didn't I couldn't fully grasp what it was she was telling me. Right. I I couldn't relate. And now having a daughter, I couldn't imagine what that's like, like just her and her husband having to, you know, uh, cope with it. Uh, Like you said, you you on your side, you have your uh, your in-laws. I we on our side, we do as well. And man, it's it without them, it would definitely be I mean. This it pushes you to the edge sometimes. I think without them, I might have fallen over (laughs) for sure. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, man, you said earlier it's a great segue into uh, into talking about Bardock, right? I mean, mean,
1: this is a a father's day. I know it's Mother's Day about to come out, but this is a father's uh, this is a father's day, uh, yeah. So it's 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 just
0: just a month and a half early, but it's good. Uh, (laughs) you know, how tie it, tie it to what we were just talking about right now obviously this yeah, I mean, right so, now so, is ad lib so, yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying
1: so so I, so I think bardock to me i think he he exemplifies what kind of what we were just talking about right because on Dra- in dragon ball we barely get to see any fathers actually be fathers mm-hmm. and
0: you're telling me king um, vegeta is not cool yeah
1: king vegeta <laughs> yeah. just gets annihilated every time yeah. we see him on the screen and uh and uh and Goku, you know, that's that's the boy, but you know, he's he's kind of up in the clouds, so he's not, you know, that man's over here eating and training. He's not getting a job somewhere to feed the family. So oh, I mean, I mean, he's winning, he's winning millions of dollars, though, or he's making you know money off of tournaments. So that's right. good. I think Gohan is probably coming in second place, but mm-hmm. you know, in regards to fatherhood, but I think number one has to go to Bardock. I mean that yeah. the special that they did on Bardock, I think, well, one, that was probably one of our favorite things that we watched during this journey. Mm-hmm. And now that we're fathers, I think we can, I think we can uh, relate a little bit to what Bardock was experiencing mm-hmm. um, in regards to his decision-making around Goku. And I think the the love that he eventually, I think is able to exemplify for him, even though he passes away. and. And if anything, it shows us the, the ability of a father to, to, uh, to recognize their child mm-hmm. and acknowledge their child as opposed to uh, kind of not taking responsibility, right, yeah. for, for, for their child. And I think he, he even though in the beginning it might have seemed a little off because, you know, he was off and he was, you know, doing his thing being a fucking uh, mercenary and shit like by the end he kind of has this like epiphany in my opinion you know about fatherhood and about his son and that even though everybody's telling them that this child is nothing mm-hmm. he's able to see something special in him yeah you know and that's the beauty about about parenthood and and fatherhood you know i think he he He's a special character in that way, because I think he's like the one true father, you know, that I think is in the show. Uh,
0: yeah, I yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, he really uh, he when you compare him to, say, someone like a King Vegeta, that sick ass guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you you know, like does King Vegeta care for Vegeta because Vegeta is so strong, right? And and he he's next in line, eventually one day he'll be the king, right? Like there's there's lots of reasons to be proud of there and on, on like just looking at Vegeta from a power perspective, but Would he be as proud if Vegeta came out and he was like terribly weak and you know, uh, couldn't amount? He kind of
1: strikes me as like he would disown him,
0: yeah, right? That's what I was kind of strikes me as that. I'm like, all right, right, no, you're trash, yeah, right, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) uh, but where Bardock, um, obviously, we only get two animated, uh movies where he you know exemplifies this it's uh where he even mentions Bart. uh what's his name raditz right like he'll when he goes when he gets to um when he gets back to pl- uh planet vegeta and he goes to his house and he sees guinea he asks oh where's raditz right like um and it, obviously it's very minimal like I mean, the story's not about Raditz, so Raditz isn't gonna get much screen time. But yeah. you know, he cares. Like at least it's asking. He's asking. He's he's wondering where his son is. Um, who who? Obviously, let's be real. If if Bardock came, he would. He, Bardock, if you remember in the movie, he had this innate feeling that Goku was gonna be really strong, and he mm-hmm. probably saw Raditz and was like, "Dang, my guy. Like I know you try hard, but." you're going to get left in the dust by your by your brother, your younger brother at that. And um, but like in the grand scheme of things, those things didn't really matter to him. At least that's how it, I, he comes across. Um, and yeah, his his fatherhood aspect, I think, is a big a big reason for like a big driving force for him. Right. And uh, it it humanizes him. In a way that it just other Saiyans from planet Vegeta or other Saiyans that, you know, in his timeline that they just, we don't see, um, uh, he's, he's willing to do, to sacrifice himself for his son, where if we were to, you know, and Paragus can have his own episode, um, Paragus doesn't come across like that at all. Yeah. Right? Um, he's always teetering on that does he care for broly or does he is he using broly for his own gain Mm -hmm. so yeah bardock definitely has that man like um you know you can relate to him as a father because you it just feels like he he cares for his sons and um he's willing to sacrifice himself for them you know which is the ultimate sign of, like, um, you know, caring for his children. So I think that's a a great angle on his character, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I think what really helps him, too, is the fact that he is only really in two episodes, right? Or two,
0: yeah, two episodes, uh, really.
1: I guess, manifestations, I guess you would say, of of, of his character. Mm-hmm. Nothing that has to his benefit because there's a little bit of mystery behind him. Um, yeah. And, and, and you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, all these other people that are fathers in the show, like, are, aren't are good fathers. But I think, like, at the core of it, though, like, I think the reason that Bardock hits like a heartstring is because for many of us, we may not have had a good relationship with our father,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and, and I think that that. I think that there there's something there about Bardock that I think he speaks to many young people, I think. And mm-hmm. I think this is why he's so popular, I think, in Japan is th- there there must just be a core. Uh, like a, not a core wound, but a core connection to what sometimes we wish our fathers would would sometimes do. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like. Uh, because sometimes our fathers just just roll in this way where they don't tell us these things. And Bardock didn't really tell that to Goku. You know, he didn't really tell him, like, I love you or anything like that. He wasn't like that. Right. He wasn't around. He was working, as many right. of our fathers are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you have a father, sometimes that's their experience, right? It's like our father is just working and we see him at night and, you know, he's going to eat dinner and that's about it. And. You know, all we know is that he's working and he's bringing money in or whatever the role play is, whatever the role is, but uh, he he has this epiphany that I think is really dope, you know, where he has to really uh, have that internal dialogue about how do I move forward as a father? Like, I know I'm about to die. I know that our planet's mm-hmm. about to end. So what do I, what do I need to do to my son? Like, what do I need to do for my son? And, and I mean, it's unfortunate that it comes at the end of his life that he has that epiphany, but he at least has it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I don't know if, I don't know, maybe, you know, when we get older as fathers, maybe we'll have the same epiphany, right. Of like, Oh shit. Maybe, maybe I didn't tell my son or my daughter that they were doing a good job or they Mm -hmm. weren't like, Amazing at this thing, or you know, what I'm saying like that you didn't do that uh, for the time that you were here, but towards the end you kind of have this like realization of like, oh, man, I messed up, right. but I can still I can still do something about it, you know, while I'm still here. And I think that that is what Bardock does at the end of the Bardock special is like, I fucked up, mm-hmm. you know. I may not be the best role model for my son. That's the reality of it, you know. I've killed hello people. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of cold. You know, mm-hmm. and uh I don't know if I'm the best role model, but yep. I know that I love you mm-hmm. and this is what I think is going to be best to try to save you, you know?
0: Right. And yeah, you, you, you touched on it right there. Like the, this is why I like Bardock so much. And I think why he's such an interesting character is because he is deep like that. Um He he knows, like, I mean, I would say very little, very few things are black and white, but he, he is an, he knows he's living an enigma, like a living enigma because he, he kills, like he's a warrior race. The Saiyan race is brutal, right? They, they are, they're mercenaries, like you said, they, they kill for hire. They take over planets. Um There's very little that's gentle about them but he's he's aware of that like he he's aware of the the just like that's a burden that he carries with him um Mm -hmm. and that moment that you just referred to or that you just referenced where he he saves goku and he sends him out to earth Um, you know, and if you remember, Gina asked him like, Oh, well, why don't we just go with him? And he says, well, they'll, they'll be able to trace me. Um, like Mm -hmm. all we would be doing is like, we, they would eventually find us, they'd kill me and then they'd kill, you know, Kakarot. So he's come to terms like, no, my goal is to make sure my, My sons, primarily Goku, obviously, because the story is focused on Goku, is safe. Like, I'm out of the equation. And this is a way for him to redeem himself. You see this in other storytelling um, or in other movies and other stories where there's someone who's conflicted. There's Mm -hmm. an antagonist that's conflicted, and he or she knows, like, there are things that they've done that are frowned upon and they come to a point in the story where they're willing to be they're like willing to turn on what it was they were doing and do what they feel is right mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't redeem them completely maybe it means they die <laughs> but mm-hmm. but this is going to bring them some type of peace and this is going to let them feel as if know at least i did this one good deed before i went out and bardock has a lot of that whether it's in the uh super movie or whether it's in the the special you know i mean we saw it like he went back to warn everyone that the saiyan uh that planet vegeta was going to explode and You know, obviously they laughed it, they they laughed it off. He every like we know the story, he ends up fighting Frieza, like taking his goons on and fighting Frieza and he dies, and Planet Vegeta explodes. And then there's that moment like that we all love where he's going to it's very symbolic, like he's entering Planet Vegeta and Goku's leaving, and he senses that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and that brings him some sense of peace because when he's his last words are uh, you know literally his last words are my son still lives um Mm -hmm. and and i think that's touching like it's it's those you know not you don't get as many you don't get many characters like that right like i can never see frieza being like oh shoot well i know i'm like frieza's not a conflicted individual like he doesn't care, right? Like he's a yeah, he's gonna do what he has to do, right? And like yeah. um and and Goku is not either, like, because he's so oblivious to like a lot of things. Um Vegeta can be a little bit at times, I suppose, but uh for sure Bardock seems like the Saiyan who's not just the Saiyan, but the character who's most Conflicted and he tries to reconcile his emotions. Um, and yeah, man, he just he and it, it makes for like this great character, which I don't know if it does him a disservice or if it's good for him that he's seen in such a limited capacity, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? You think, I mean, it feels like conventional wisdom would be, well, nah, he's a great character, of course, we want to see more of him, but would that take away from the allure? I don't know i mean
1: i think because he's such a i mean to be honest with you like that special to me was one of my one of my favorite things that we watched and Mm -hmm. i think a big part of it was because of the writing that they did in that one and at the and i felt like they did a lot of good thinking and a lot of good writing uh to write his character in a way that is sympathetic yet is uh you know there's an internal struggle right and as we've Mm -hmm. talked about it past in our podcast it's like what what we like to see in the characters is a struggle right there is a an internal battle uh in regards to transformations or for like an epiphany or some sort of like you know shift in the character so so bardock has those components so if i you know i would love to see bardock you know involved but it's kind of similar to what we were talking about trunks right it's like trunks and bardock are kind of in a hole where they don't necessarily really fit into the story right now. Right. And they would need to come up with something ridiculous yeah. to, to bring him in to the fold, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, it, I mean, it, I mean, it helps him, right? Because you don't see him that often. And I think mm. it's really cool to whenever you do see him, which was only in that movie. And I think that's why you got such a big response in that movie when they showed us, you know, saying life in him mm-hmm. um, because there is the mystique behind him. But if they were to bring him back, I, I think I'd be afraid to see what the hell they do to to make sense of that. Right. So, like, how does how is Bardock alive? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. if, if they were to bring him back or even if they were to bring him back in, like, memories, like, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying, like, if he's talking to Goku, like, through memories, like, that'd be interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, I, I don't know the show has kind of kind of gotten away from the writing of stories you know like it's yeah. kind of gotten away from that so it's it would be a shame more. for him to come back and it would just be like you know him
0: doing some bullshit crazy. reason and then yeah. let's be honest like he get obliterated in one hit like <laughs> that's the, that, that that's the truth that's the other yeah. sad part
1: about it is the fact that he's not as strong as as uh we'd like to see him be right yeah like- exactly
0: He doesn't even know what the fuck. uh, Right, like a guy. He doesn't know what what the (laughs) fuck. He turns
1: into Goku red. He's like, what the (laughs) fuck happened to this dude?
0: Uh, like, yeah, I oh, no, mean, things have changed since I was here, yeah. Damn, bro, I might just go back, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you guys. It looks like you got it, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, you
1: got it. This bandana's not gonna do nothing, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, this, this, this bandana ain't doing anything. Uh, no, but you know, that's another thing, like, saying I mean, this is why another reason why I think he's such a fascinating character, and it's because. We talked about how he's a, you know, how he's a father and he connects in his own way um, with his children. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but at the at the crux of it, the overarching theme is like this is a saying who's brutal. He's a bad mother effort. Like he just is. Um, he's very stoic. He's serious. You know, he doesn't really joke around that much. But. He cares. He cares for those around him. He cares for his loved ones. Um, and you see we obviously talked about, you know, Goku uh, and Raditz a little bit. Uh and I would argue obviously Gen- Genie uh because or Gini, Gine, um mm-hmm. because she is, and I read up a little bit on her, and she's uh, she was very weak. Like she's obviously low class, so she 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 was very weak. She couldn't keep up with the fighting, so she just retired. And she, you know, she was going to be a liability out in the field, so she retired. <laughs> and so, but he, I mean, my boy, he's, would probably be a liability out there though. Who? Bardock.
1: It, well, and now he would for sure. Yeah, now uh, he definitely would. Yeah, though. now he. He's would. not going to do anything. Even Piccolo would probably stamp. Yeah, there are a lot on. of there are a lot of
0: those. I mean, we're being honest, bro. We, we see there's there's really only a few a handful of characters that can go in and do damage, you know, <laughs> um, and and one of those would have to be Trunks like they'd have to bring him back, like you said, some weird way. Uh, but with his with getting back to Bardock and him carrying like he's with uh, Gine on uh, you know, like there's she's um for lack of a better word has been rejected or outcasted by because you know she's a low class Saiyan, like she can't fight. So there's very little use for her. So it's not as if this is a very um glamorized or she isn't she she isn't like Android 18. You know Android 18 is someone who can actually you can count on, you can depend on. Uh but he cares like he's with her even with all of that. Like he's with her. Um and he doesn't care for any of that stuff. And then even his boys, like his squad, right? Um, uh, he's, it affects him when they die, right? And uh, a yeah. complete opposite to Vegeta, who's who doesn't care if Nappa gets killed. Um Yeah you know and yeah, too yeah, a week yeah you're weak that is yeah yeah, yeah. to week anyways man yeah so exactly <laughs> dude and then like it that's how like freeze is like that you know so uh bardock has that human element to him that um that makes him you know captivating uh and yeah man i mean he's such a, a deep character uh but like you is, said is there is there any is there any faults that you see in him as
1: a character yeah, or is he yeah. like a
0: perfect character is he so the thing is obviously he well is he perfect that's a great question um, yeah like is he like is he
1: is he is he like the epitome of like a re, like a perfect written character in his right anime?
0: um well i had not i had never thought of that um yes i would think so because uh he's from the like ilk of trunks very similar like they're extra in my opinion they're extremely well written and um like i don't i don't i don't see flaws in his character i mean people can you know and i'm not saying he's obviously not the strongest but that's not the point right like the point is Is this character, does he, can you, can you connect to this character? Um, And, and I think I, and I I think the answer is yes. And I don't see, I don't know, maybe you can enlighten me, but I don't see any flaws. Like I'm not even going to say glaring flaws. Like I don't see any flaws in him as far as a character is concerned. Like, yeah, of course he's killed people and stuff like that's brutal. But in, in the context of the story, I don't see any. I don't know if you do.
1: Any flaws in him? Um, I mean, I think. In regards to storytelling, I think he has. One of the best stories. Yeah, if not For sure. the best story that, they, that they've they created, in my personal opinion, mm. um, because there is a lot of emotions there um, yep. that they've written in. Um, but but i think that in many ways i think the one flaw that i think that i see somewhat is that he's he's limited he's limited in the in the range that you can tell his story Mm -hmm. um and just like trunks i think i would say the same thing about trunks that they're limited they're limited by this like time uh sequence or rap that they've created for themselves so it's right. really hard to to bring him back you know like so so to me that's a character should be you should be able to just put them in somewhere if they're that good but because you put yourself in a hole the the it, it just doesn't make sense it, right. in any way that you were to do it you know what i'm saying like it just it, I'm t- it would have to be something ridiculous and even if it was something right. ridiculous like <laughs> I don't even know if that's a good thing. You know, what I'm saying? Right. like it, if it has to be that ridiculous. So probably I don't know. I think I think, I think that's like the only thing that I that I dislike about the way that they did Bardock is right. that, and maybe it's just you know in retrospect, maybe they didn't know that it was going to take off like this, like Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. That he, um, yeah. know because i think in many ways i think they were just like you know we're gonna write this really cool story so that it makes sense why goku's on earth and uh you know we're gonna we're gonna show his dad that looks just like him that's another thing also that i think limits him is that he looks like that yeah um and uh unlike trunks trunks looks like himself and he doesn't look necessarily like bulma or vegeta i mean if anything i think he looks more like bulma right uh but bardock looks exactly like goku and right. at this point in the series like you know it's like goku's the dad you know what I'm saying like, he's like yeah. he's like stronger than bardock and that's not to say that's like a horrible thing but i think again he would just be a liability out there yeah. in, in the streets you know saying he'd just be a liability or he'd just be watching the show you know like with Beerus or something and, and in yeah because or krillin you know saying like it, it just it just doesn't Makes sense. So, so the limitations that a character like him has, I think, can hurt him in the long run in regards to where does where can we where can we bring him back because we want him back, but it's hard to see him be back. And uh, man, there was like an analogy I had in my head, but it just slipped my mind. <laughs> in well, regards to you know, if you want, if you like, you want something so bad, but it just doesn't like it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know for
0: for yeah. it to be back. Yeah, I mean, um sometimes this is it the like you said, it, it it would do him more harm if they brought him back than it would good. Uh of course there'd be that initial um like hype for seeing him mm-hmm. but eventually they would have to come up with something so ridiculous <laughs> yeah. in order for him to actually be an asset to like you know for him to help in battle or do I don't know right like he, at this point like he does he just doesn't fit in the story from what the prototypical saiyan does if he yeah. were to come in and and be like like you said I, i've always had this this like idea or it's a desire more than an idea but it's that i mean i've thought about it before like that i would wish i i would like for goku to somehow meet bardock and the only way i can think about that is like if they met in purgatory right or like goku on the verge of dying and he meets bardock and they're able to for uh, I think this is the extent of what what Bardock can be at this point. Um, yeah, he's just
1: like that, like stoic, like last message type of guy. Exactly, you know, he's, kind of, he's kind of like the last message. Like you'd have to like close out the series with like exactly. Goku having like a final scene where he gets to finally see his dad. You know?
0: Exactly, like,
1: they give him, like a like a thumbs up to the screen or something like something that. Something like
0: something wild like that. I mean, that would people would go crazy for that. But I think. <laughs> It would we I think that would also help Goku's character because it would tap into you know emotions that we don't necessarily not emotions but questions that we never see him ask, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh you know would Bardock be able to you know, if, if Dragon Ball Super was announced tomorrow and they on the poster, Bardock is there. I, I'm concerned. Right. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned. Hey, now, what are we doing? What, yeah, what are exactly. we going to do? What are we going to do to explain this? Yeah, this is great. <laughs> um, uh, but but, uh, you know, it's like. We have to accept like he's we're so far removed from Bardock's timeline and
1: Vegeta. Yeah.
0: Right. That, that there's no, that he's gone. Like they they will never really be able to, in a way that makes sense, be able to fit in the current story of Dragon Ball. But if at least as a warrior, um, but if they were able to kind of tie him in, in some sort of spiritual way or um I don't know and some type of reminiscence. I that would be really cool, but uh, like you said, he he's tied to his his actual story. Like, theme. yeah, he
1: that yeah he's tied to that time
0: exactly. Um, and and maybe that that sucks from a uh what is it like fan service perspective, but from his character at least like it doesn't mm, like it kind of adds a little more to the intrigue to the allure like to his legend um yeah so you know uh yeah i mean overall great character dude i think you know who would you say is who do you like more between him i mean you know you, you're splitting hairs here i think but like between him and trunks i feel like it's pretty i mean i wasn't on the vegeta episode but i think it's fair to say that these are two of the you know best written characters in the series
1: yeah i mean i think uh i i personally like bardock more okay and maybe it's because i'm a dad and i just like you know i uh i can relate to that uh, but, but Trunks has a, you know, he has a, He what I like about him is that he has this like teenager angst about him. Like he's a, he's like this teenager trying to figure stuff out. And as opposed to Bardock that's already lived his life, if anything, uh, I would love to see like a mini series on Bardock's life, you know, like another one, you know, where they like do something where they show him do some other stuff. And Man, just a break from like the red and the blue, Super Saiyan gods and stuff, like just a break right. from that. Just like just this take us back to the fundamentals, dog right. <laughs> of just my boy just throwing a ball at, at somebody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just he's just pitching that thing. And that and that's you know, and that's that's his move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like that's his, that's his move. And, and that's as good as it gets. It doesn't we don't need a fucking ridiculous blast that destroys a planet. He just <laughs> he just he could just he can just take out uh what was it? Dodoria. And that, that's yeah. his nemesis, you know, Dodoria. So, like, I would love to see that. Uh, but similarly, you know, they, they, they're two characters that exist within time constraints. And mm-hmm. I i am not surprised that they face the same problem. You know, I think right. uh, I think if anything, many other characters that are still in the series should have gone that route, you know, Right. like. You know that they could have just lived in a timeline and and has really stayed, and they don't have to keep being. I think that, and I think that that's kind of the problem that they faced, right? It's like they've kept some characters on, and they don't necessarily know what to do. And then you have these two characters where they did this, they executed it, they had a they had a plan, they executed it, mm-hmm. and they kind of just live there. And, mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's fine if they live there, uh, and it's unfortunate in the sense, like you said, of the fanfare because we want to see them but it doesn't make sense you know then you get a storyline like the one the future of trunks one and i know it's the best one of that we got it super but like but it's at least a c opinion, like
0: we said we, we i
1: mean it was it was it was we're you not, know it, it was t- it was it was a little bit tough to watch at some points you know it was a little rough to watch and it's I would hate that to happen to Bardock but then again I would love to see Bardock you know I would love to see a storyline developed for him you know uh uh, and that sounds interesting to me you know like an underworld type of uh uh storyline where he's like you know he's trying to be like a dad or something like that I'd love I'd love for him to like uh and you know if anybody that is in the Dragon Ball community you know this is my idea but this (laughs) is just an idea right of like it would be tight for Bardock's storyline to coach uh or talk to Goku about being a dad. Right. Because that's something that we don't talk about. And I know that I, I know that this may be a deeper conversation, but Goku needs to sh- like, you know, get his shit together in regards to being a dad. <laughs> being a father. Yeah. Yeah. Both of his sons, it ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you know, like of where we're coaching them to be. Like they're just not they're, they're just not living up to, to what they could be. And I think a part of that is because Goku's not mentoring them in the way that they need to be mentored. Right. And I'd love for Bardock to do something along the lines of that. And, that, and I think you can still keep some of Bardock's like hard ass to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the, like the tough love type of coaching for Goku. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't necessarily entail like Bardock going out there and, you know, trying to fight. He could just be like the coach, you know, and I think that'd be, that'd be something cool, but that, that that's yeah that's literally, the, that's literally the one of the that's literally the only way that i could see him being involved you know him just yeah. like telepathically talking to goku
0: exactly like it, it would have to be something like that and uh i guess i'll throw in my uh yeah my what, would you love? what would you love to what, yeah I, you what, what storyline
1: would you create for this man
0: so i would love for like you know whether it's underworld whether it's purgatory. Um, I would love for Bardock to be able to see what Goku has become Mm -hmm. Um, and Gine as well. Uh, I mean, uh, Raditz unfortunately died in the line of fire, but, and, and see how that would affect them, you know, seeing that one of their sons died, but then also seeing what Goku has become, especially since Bardock uttered those final words before he you know ultimately perished. Um it would be it would be great to see him and you know Goku's mom be able to see what Goku has become and just I I would love to see how that would impact Bardock, you know, and maybe even give him that closure. Um allow him to rest. Uh you know and I feel like it would be a wholesome, a wholesome, uh, it would maybe just be one episode, or I don't know what it would be, but it would be, it would be nice to see. Like it would, it would be a moment of closure and really be able to say, you know, Bardock be able to say, like, okay, I can, I can go now, I can rest now. Um, yeah.
1: It's a nice, uh, that would be a really emotional episode which i think you know that's that's what they need you know saying super is lacking emotion and that's just the it's just lacking super emotion so you know i would love for them to to pick up on the characters that have emotions to them and just really write some stuff out for them to for us to see those emotions that yeah man that'll be tight i'd love for for them to see that. You know what the thing that what I like about that line that you that you keep mentioning about, you know, uh my son lives on and stuff, like mm-hmm. or some shit like that, like there there's a part there of like a legacy, you know, like and I think as fathers, I think that that's that's something that we always got to keep in mind as the leaders of children. But mm-hmm. just of any children, it's like, you know, you may die, but what are you leaving them behind with?
0: Yeah. For sure. And
1: what, 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 are, what's the love that you're leaving behind with them? And, and that's how you really live on, you know what I'm saying? Like I, that, that is, uh, you know, on my hand, on my arm, I, that's one of my favorite quotes. I read this book in college is this quick side note, but this what it sort of reminds me of is like, is as like, as, as long as you love everybody or you love the people around you, like you can die without ever really dying, mm. you know, because you live in their hearts, you live in their minds, you live in their, in their, in their prayers and you live there and and to me that's kind of what i see bardock's doing right like and, and and the thing that also too is like goku looks just like him so it's like he literally yeah. is living you know is through him type. Exa- of deal. yeah
0: yeah no you're right uh and i think that's a, a great touch to to end this episode um yeah uh and and i i think that side note that you offered was awesome because there's another quote i forget who said it but like Uh, maybe it's what, what matters is the content. Um, it's been a while, man was, I I really don't want to butcher this, but was it gone? I don't know. Um, but it was like, uh, every man should have, uh, a child plant a tree and write a book because all three of them outlive you or the man. Um, and, and it's in, in that same vein, like, you physically will one day cease to exist but like you said what are you leaving behind um and how will your will your legacy be carried forth um and i think Bardock being able to see like what Goku's become it would be awesome for him to get a you know a, a view into what um how Goku's carried his legacy in a way, because it's not like Goku outright said, "Oh, okay, I'm carrying my father's legacy." But he he's he has bar- a lot of Bardock in him, in the sense that Bardock is a bad mother yeah, that will do damage to you. But he does care about those around him, mm-hmm. um, and so, but yeah, man, uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with that yeah man yeah i He's mean great character these last two they've been uh they've been they've been spot on i mean we
1: got the good ones out the way and now we're about to dive into the and
0: some of the trash no, i mean <laughs> so, the so, so um well we'll talk offline about who but i think we still have some hitters in our list um okay but uh you know everyone thank you for taking the time to listen we really appreciate your listenership um you know, yeah, we're almost getting to
1: 2,000 listens, by the way, y'all. So thank you very much for yeah. continuing to to listen. You know, we uh, at least I feel very proud that we've stayed consistent, and hopefully through our conversations, you have found some sort of you know, uh, I, guess you of right? like,
0: I guess you would say a little bit of everything, right? I guess
1: you would know? say. Yeah. Like,
0: like you're in, you're in, you're a fly on the wall, and maybe maybe we've dro- I don't want to sound narcissistic maybe we've dropped some knowledge um yeah uh but if not you know at least hopefully you've enjoyed it um but yeah man that's a great note hopefully it continues to grow exponentially uh and yeah we'll keep we'll keep pumping out the uh the episodes but mm-hmm. with that we will go ahead and sign off um if you listen to us on youtube go ahead and like and subscribe uh let us know if you like bardock if you you know is he one of your favorite characters do you not care for him um why? you not know about or, him because i think right? many
1: of us didn't know about him but yeah.
0: so. all right um and you know our social medias are down in the description and you can listen to us on all the podcast platforms but uh With that, we'll go ahead and sign off. And until next week, stay safe.